Hi, and welcome back. If you're new to the podcast, my name is Vince. Thanks for tuning in. You're very welcome here indeed. So a non-blinded clinical trial has been conducted at the clinical trial unit at Keio University's School of Medicine in Japan. The study was on 10 healthy men aged between 40 and 60. The aim was to ensure that there were no adverse side effects to taking NMN. A non-blinded trial describes a clinical trial or other experiment in which the researchers know what treatments are being given to each study subject and the subjects involved also know what treatments they are receiving. This small trial of NMN achieved what it was set out to establish to demonstrate that the supplement is safe and well tolerated at the dosage used on humans. The trial did not set out to demonstrate the efficacy of NMN and given the small number of trial participants, the single dose and the short study time, it was never going to do more than establish that the drug is safe for human use. Some volunteers were excluded from the trial if they fell into the following categories. A previous history of diseases, but nothing specifically described in the report. Malignant neoplasms, which means a tumour that is cancerous. Serious infections, again not specified, but maybe infections such as influenza, an STD, hepatitis, HIV, or maybe MRSA. Psychiatric disorders, once again not specified, but maybe bipolar disorder, anxiety disorders, PTSD, or schizophrenia. Ophthalmic disorders, once again not specified, but maybe conjunctivitis, cataracts, and or glaucoma. Allergic disorders, so maybe asthma, food allergies, or allergies to medication, and anyone suffering from a metabolic disease. During this study, researchers observed various biomarkers such as heart rate, blood pressure, oxygen saturation, and body temperature. Urine was collected every 30 to 60 minutes for the first two hours after administration and at the end of the study. Blood was collected every 5 to 20 minutes for the first hour, followed by every 30 to 120 minutes for the next four hours. Ophthalmic examinations on the left eye were conducted by registered ophthalmologists on the day of the intervention, both before and after the administration, covering visual acuity and functional visual acuity. This includes the sharpness of the retinal focus of the eye, the health and functioning of the retina, and the sensitivity of the interpretive faculty of the brain. The quality of sleep was also evaluated. It was evaluated using the Pittsburgh Sleep Quality Index, the PSQI, before and after the day of the intervention. The researchers could not detect NMN in the blood samples taken during the study, but this is likely due to them being frozen, which may have degraded the NMN. So, could freezing NMN also cause some kind of degradation? Or was it because the blood plasma acted as a catalyst? Interesting, as keeping NMN refrigerated or frozen is now the norm in the NMN community. 
The report also mentions that NMN degrades rapidly in blood that was handled above 80 degrees centigrade, which is 176 degrees Fahrenheit. So, on to the results. The results of the ophthalmic examination and sleep quality score showed no difference before or after the intervention. The only notable result was that bilirubin levels rose by 51.3% and glucose fell by 11.7%. However, it was concluded that those two changes were most likely associated with the overnight fast prior to taking NMN and the five-hour fast following the administration of the NMN. So no significant changes were evident following the single dose of NMN, although this was to be expected as the dosage range used of 100, 250 and 500 milligrams is fairly low. The single oral administration of NMN was safe and effectively metabolized in the healthy men without causing any significant harmful effects. So, oral administration of NMN was found to be feasible. These results are fairly unimpressive, but that is a good thing. It means that the study was a success, in that it is safe for humans to take, well, at least in the short term and in the doses used during the clinical trial. Notable limitations worthy of mention are that this was not a placebo-controlled study and that NAD plus and plasma NMN levels were not measured or recorded during the study. In summary, there have been a lot of animal studies. However, the safety and efficacy of NMN in humans was until now unclear. This trial helps to confirm that, in general, the compound is safe and well tolerated. To that end, the trial can be considered a success. The next step for researchers will be to investigate the efficacy of NMN and then hopefully a suitable dosage and frequency protocols can be officially established. Of course, it is certainly possible that NMN may fail during the efficacy testing in humans, but this initial safety study has no bearing on that potential outcome. There is currently an ongoing human trial for NMN at the Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston, from which efficacy data should be forthcoming. Until that data is posted, no real conclusions beyond NMN being safe for human consumption can really be drawn from this study. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. You'll be hearing from me again soon. As always, please take care and bye for now.